It's Wednesday, November 15th, 2023, Season 2, Episode 48. It's What's Eating Kale. I'm Kale. Big bomb to drop on you today. I uh, uh, I got a big a big story to drop on you today, but uh, in the meantime, I got a fresh haircut today, so I'm ready for the big story. Um, you know, when everybody wants to take my picture later, I, I'm not breaking this news by any stretch of the imagination. I got it from somewhere else. So, uh, but at any rate, uh, got a fresh haircut yesterday. Thank you, Bailey. Looks good. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I there's a part of me that says we should just get into it because. Uh, my mumble jumble here at the beginning is probably not worth uh, holding this story up for. All right. So uh, I was looking through some uh, headlines this morning, entertainment headlines, and I was super disappointed. Not much going on. Sports headlines, business headlines, you name it. I was looking through them all. Not much. And uh, I often uh, look through, uh, Google typically has the most headlines. But then you go for maybe some of the most breaking or outrageous headlines over at TMZ. So I went over there. The very first headline says, Will Smith's rep denies claim he had sex with Dwayne Martin. And I was like, what? Now, a former friend, an assistant to uh, Will, Brother Bilal, I believe is how you say his name, is the guy who's making the claim. And this is his quote on a radio program or on a podcast. Bilal says, I open the door to Dwayne's dressing room, and that's when I see Dwayne having anal sex with Will. There was a couch, and Will was bent over the couch, and Dwayne was standing up killing him, murdering him. It was murder in there. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I mean, I guess that's one way of describing it. My good Lord. (laughs) <laughs> that is a Monday morning bombshell if ever there was going to be a Monday morning bombshell. Why he comes out right now and says it, I don't know. Um, and, it, it, you know, like if it's true that you know, Will is bisexual or gay, that it shines a lot of light on maybe some of the stuff that's going on with him and Jada. Um, it's crazy. Uh, and maybe it's completely meritless and the guy's just trying to, trying to, you know, extort or exploit or trying to become, you know, something, uh, who knows what it is. Uh, at some level, like none of it really matters except for the way he describes it. I mean, it was murder in there. (laughs) Jesus. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, up until that point, my top headline was the 1918 postal stamp inverted Jenny Showing the printing error of an upside-down biplane sold for $2 million. Not really the impact of Will Smith getting caught having sex with another, with another man. Um, <clears throat> but uh, interestingly, this has got to be the most famous stamp ever because I'm not a stamp guy. And I knew about this stamp. Uh, and it sold for $2 million. Uh, if you watch the Manning cast, you'll know that Patrick Mahomes confirmed the report that he wears the same pair of underwear for every game. He says, and I, these are quotes. Uh, my, first, my wife Brittany got them for me, so I'm not throwing y'all down, but I have to wear them. 
at the same time, I threw them on that first season. We had a pretty good season. He goes on to say that I only wear them for game day, so that they're not too worn. They're not like these nasty underwear. I clean them. <laughs> I watched this, by the way, and it. He seemed like, oh, you know, I better make it seem like I clean them. <laughs> Despite this attempt to allay any hygiene-related concerns, the 28-year-old then conceded that he washes the underpants uh, when the team loses. But I mean, come on, the Chiefs don't lose all that often. I wash them every once in a while, he says. I mean, if we're on a hot streak, I can't wash them, you know? I've just got to keep it rolling. As long as we're winning, I'll keep the superstition going. So, yeah. Think of that next time you're watching Patrick Mahomes. Um, and remember that State Farm commercial where they give him the girl the unwashed jersey? That's kind of a, kind of a thing, I suppose, huh? Well... Ben and I made our picks this uh, last week. Uh, we had three picks that we were different on, and I think I might have, I might have killed it. So uh, here's our conversation. I'm surprised you're not gloating. Um, well, I I you realize you're three and zero. I, you I sensed that. <laughs> so on those three, you got me, and uh, so I think that's the first sweep of the year. Oh, for either one of us. Right. Fuck I never yeah. slept you. So yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> My whole week was terrible. Like if I bet this week, I'd be You lost. <laughs> I'd be like, you know You'd be smoking. <laughs> yeah. I'd have that bottle in the paper bag like, <laughs> sitting on a curb somewhere. Uh that's pretty funny. Uh all right. So the picks were what now? Which ones did we go opposite <clears> on <throat> and I swept? Let's go. We'll go down the list time. and I'll I'll highlight the ones that uh, were the opposite all picks. Right. So the first one is one of the opposite picks, Panthers Bears. I picked the Panthers. I figured that rookie wouldn't do well, but he held up and they won. So you got that one right, I got that one wrong. Um Colts Patriots, we both got that right. Colts won that. Uh Jags 49ers. I don't know why I picked the Jags, but I did. Um, yeah, well, the 49ers have been kind of tepid. But you did too. Yeah, I, I think that that's why we did it. So I think that's yeah. I think we were just kind of feeling like eh, maybe they don't have it, and we weren't sure who was playing too. But then they ended up getting their a lot of their players back from yeah. the 49ers, so blowout. Um, <clears throat> Ravens Browns that was a crazy ass game. I don't know if you saw any of that or saw the highlights, but we picked the Browns, well, correct? Uh, I picked the Ravens over the Browns. Did we, we, okay. both, we both we did. both must have. Um, yep. And then they lost. See, and I and I that's my curse, right? Like when I give up on Lamar Jackson, he wins, and everybody's talking about MVP. And I'm like, you know what? I guess I might as well get back on the Ravens bandwagon, and they lose. And, but it wasn't like, no, it, wasn't it, was a, it was a crazy was ass a, was game crazy. and they were up yeah. like by two touchdowns and the Browns came back. So crazy game. Um, Bengals, Texans. That was another crazy game. Crazy um, game. She, see, you're, we, you've been on CJ Stroud since the beginning. Uh, and yeah. he does look to be, you know, like he is not a flash in the pan, right? Like he's not like he didn't just have a couple of good oh, games. His arm is just pops off the screen when he throws it. It's yeah. crazy. He's got a really tight, strong arm, quick release. Um, but I didn't think he would be able to go into Cincinnati right. and beat Joe Burrow on right. the road, but he did. It was crazy. Yep. Um, Saints Vikings. It was another close one, but, uh, or no, it wasn't. I don't think actually, I think the Vikings kind of took it to him and Derek, Derek Carr got hurt. David Carr, David, Derek Carr, Derek Carr. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Vikings, Vikings continue to roll without uh, Kirk cousins and that new rookie Q- QB they've got. Well, he's the third stringer though, or he was, he's not really the third stringer. They picked him up off late. the street yep. or off the yep. Cardinals last week. Right. And he looks great. Dobbs. Yeah, he looks yeah. great. He really does. Uh, now he hasn't started anywhere yet though. Had he? No, I think he was a rookie third yeah. string quarterback this year for the Cardinals. Yeah. So cool insane. Story, Steelers Packers. That's that was a tough game, better than I thought it would be. Um, but yeah, it's hard to feel good about a loss. But to your point, um, there were some highlights in there. Uh, very, very uh, predictable that you know the last couple of plays of the game. There's an interception that 
Um, <clears> and, and it looked like just horrible. Like where was he even throwing to kind of a, uh, he threw it. There was no, backer, there was no the last pass. Left. Yeah. Yeah. You'd like to see that just go into the end zone Yeah, and give, give them, give some guys a shot to pop it up and get a tip ball or something, but don't, don't try and throw it short and low and think some guy's going to then catch it and swing around and run yeah. into the end zone. That was not going to happen. So yeah. defense looked horrible. Um, the, uh, I, I you know, honestly, I thought that the offense looked better. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, it's hard to say that in a loss like that, but I thought there were some positives there rather than just, you know, kind of coming down on everybody, uh, drop balls a couple of times again. Um, I don't know, just, it, it's, it's tough to be a Packer fan right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm buying on Romeo Dobbs. I'm selling on Christian Watson right now. That's kind of how I feel about those two receivers. Yeah. Well, I, it, it, Watson had that great year last year. Um, he started out horrible. I think that whole season last year would have gone differently had he caught that first bomb in the Vikings game from Aaron Rodgers. Right. It was a great pass and he short armed it and, I think the whole season would have been different. But I feel like while they were cool, most of his like touchdowns were on like wide open plays where he was just streaking and Rogers hit him or it was on that jet sweep where he came around and just ran it. But there wasn't many highlights where it felt like he was fighting for the ball. He made a great catch against the, you know, tough coverage. It was always, he was wide open and you can see Romeo Dobbs doing that and he's fighting and he's edging and he's able to, you know, make space where there isn't some. And that's what I'm not seeing with Christian Watson. He's kind of just like, Whoa, whenever the cornerbacks in his grill and in his face and he kind of just backs off. And I feel like some of those interceptions wouldn't have happened had he fought a little bit harder. Fair enough. Uh, and I like our, our tight end seems to be uh, like he could be a force. I mean, he's a big dude. Uh, it, he gets open. Uh, yeah. So uh, there were some <laughs> positives. Uh, 100% uh, not loving the Christian Watson uh, on board with him. All right. What's the next game? Bucks Titans. Bucks won that. Uh, we both had them. Falcons cards. Uh, that was one where we had that. Or I had that wrong. Yeah, we both did. Cardinals ended up winning. But I didn't realize what's his name was coming yeah, back. Yeah. The quarterback. He, um, does he look like the smallest player to ever play in the NFL? <laughs> He's so yeah, if you go on Twitter, there are a lot of memes of like little kids <laughs> running around like like where they'll show like a little kid in a uniform running around like adults. And they, yeah, there's yeah, lots of yeah, that, that stuff. one crazy long run he had there. He's the fastest guy on the field, though. <laughs> and he wears like one of those extra bigger helmets. So yeah. like it makes him <laughs> look looks- that much smaller like, when he's running around out there. <laughs> he looks like a video game with, with a big head. It is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, what's um, up next? Uh, Lions beat the Chargers. We both had that. Uh, Cowboys beat the Giants. We both had them. Um, and we both had the Seahawks over the Commanders. That happened. And then we get to the last two games, Jets over Raiders. This is one of our opposite picks games where I had chose the Jets and you got the Raiders. Um, so that was an odd game. I couldn't believe the Jets couldn't put up more points than that, but they are what they are, I guess. That offensive line is poo-poo. Um, and then Bills over Broncos. I had that wrong. But that was, that was a crazy game. I didn't expect that. Russell Wilson looked good. It's surprising <clears throat> to a lot of people that Russell, Russell Wilson looked good, but I still feel like he has it in him. So we'll see how the rest of the season plays out that way. But I swept. <laughs> I swept. All right. <clears throat> Hope I didn't scare you with that, but time for a little talk with Carol Summary. Sup, dog. Uh, Carol and I have been having a conversation about these weird things that dogs do. And uh, we're going to talk about a couple of them today. And, uh, and then I've got more of them for either tomorrow or Friday. I haven't decided which. But uh, today's are uh, circling uh, before they lay down and marking. Let's take a listen to what Carol has to say. Why do dogs circle around before they lay down? Why do they do that thing? We have a dog, we have a dog that goes around one time one way and then one time the other way and lays down every single time. It's the weirdest thing. Um, you know what? Um, there's a couple reasons and theories, and I think there was even, I'm a study geek, as you know, I think there's even a study on this that they, you know, goes back to their, their history and genetics, um, of finding a soft spot to lay. They're not, you know, a lot of people say, oh, are they mimicking us? Cause we flop our bed or our pillow or blanket. No, um, hmm. they are either, you know, nesting themselves. If it's a mother, it might be nesting with puppies, 
um, or actually looking for the coolest spot. Uh-huh. So if I have a dog that nests a lot, a lot of times, um, I believe there was a study that said they nested looking for the coolest spot in the earth to mm-hmm. lay. And wow. so a lot of times pay attention, like when they're nesting, is it a warmer time of the day or do you have your heat up? Yeah. Um, so they might be looking for a little bit cooler spot to lay in. So they're trying to feel the temperature. That's interesting. I, cause we do that too, right? Like you go to bed and you're kind of chilly at night, especially this time of year. And then a couple hours later, you're like, Oh, it's kind of warm in here. And then you might flip your pillow. You might do something to get a little cooler. Uh, very mm-hmm. interesting. Very interesting. I like that answer. But it's definitely a nesting or a looking for a cooling spot type behavior. Unless they're outside and it's below zero. <laughs> might be looking for the warm spot. Um, yeah, true. true. <clears throat> um, all right. So then another, I don't see all dogs do this. Uh, and I don't even see our dogs do it all the time, but all of them do it sometimes. They try to cover up their poop or pee. Like it seems like that's what they're doing. But I, I don't, we don't. Normally, they're not very accurate at it. It doesn't look like they're really trying to get it on that spot. But they do that thing where they're either wiping their feet or they're doing something after they go to the bathroom. What's that all about? So, uh, good question. So, yes. And females will do it as well as males. Um, And basically, often what they're doing is they're marking territory. And they're kind of drawing an arrow to it. Really? So, if they can spread it around a little bit, they're kind of drawing an arrow. Like, hey, I was here. Wow. Making a little arrow so that the neighboring dogs can can also, you know, pick up that scent. So it is definitely somewhat of a marking and, you know, drawing the arrow to the point. I have one male That's dog. why they're not covering it up. That's that's why they're not. Because if they want, you know, they're not so they're always covering it up. They're right. missing. They're- okay, so that's not like, <laughs> we just think that they have no idea what they're doing. They're just, they're missing. They're like, oh, it's over there. It's like, it's like. You're like six inches away from the whole thing. Um, So we have one dog that when the other male dog goes to the bathroom, the other male dog runs over there right away and has to pee on it. So, but it doesn't go the other way around. And then the female dog doesn't do that at all. And, and they don't, they don't pee on her pee very at all. I don't think. Ah, That's interesting. A little bit of competition between the males. So that, you know, that's definitely a marking. Yep. Um, you know, behavior. And believe it or not, my worst, I always tell people this, you know, believe it or not, in all my years of having dogs, my worst marker ever was a female. Really? Mm-hmm. So, so females can mark. Mm, interesting. Now, am I uh-huh. accurate in saying this, that male dogs can go to the bathroom and then they can also mark even after they've gone to the bathroom? Like there's some little, I don't know how they do that. Oh, absolutely. I, I just find that fascinating. It's like, well, you just peed. Like, how do you have more pee to, to go, like to go on that spot? Are you reserving that specifically for, well, I might need to mark. So I'm just going to leave a little. I don't, I, yeah. There's a difference between house training and marking, you know, house training or having to use the restroom is having to use the restroom. Um, marking is a little bit like putting your name on things. Yeah. I'm kind of uh, glad that we don't mark, you know, that I just, I think that, uh, my saying this is my house by peeing on it just <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it would be an awesome way to go about life but uh, you know dogs do it and it works for them so that's it for today uh, that's what's eating kale and uh, tomorrow next week's picks with Ben and then why dogs hump is coming up either tomorrow or Friday depending on how much time we have if we have any more breaking Will Smith news uh, I'll tell you what I, if I caught somebody having sex, I don't know if I'd tell the world about it in that kind of detail, but 